Hello and welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells. And we're just having an incredible day today. I want to go and kind of like off track of where I've been ministering. But I want to touch on something that just touched my heart today. I'm it just so happened um, I have six of my 12 grandkids by my house for a few days and um, I love them so much. And so we tried to have a little downtime. So we put on a little cartoon and uh, they wanted to watch Frosty the Snowman. I guess we're getting close to that season. And and so um, after that, I put on my favorite Christmas cartoon, which was the little drummer boy. It's, since I was a little boy, the old one, uh, the little drummer boy was my favorite Christmas cartoon. And I just loved it when they go to the manger. And, you know, once again, you know, Yahweh speaks to me through so much. And, you know, I, I don't want to get emotional because I saw like the glory of the king. I, I know it's nothing but a cartoon, folks. But when you see in the spirit and you desire to see in the spirit in all things as much as possible and your heart just cries out to see what is Yahweh saying, because he's always speaking, and I'm I'm watching this. And if you've ever seen the little drummer boy, you know that um, they took his camel and sold his camel. He was trying to get the camel. The three wise men had it, and those were they were going to Yeshua. They were going to honor the king because the angel of the Lord came to them and told them about Yeshua. And so they were coming to see the king. And I'm going to read about that in just a minute. And it's so so valuable. Uh, and I might mean the movie by itself, though it touches my heart because it's a childhood thing. But on the same hand, um, I'm like watching this. And, you know, of course, the little lamb, Balbo, whatever his name is, it gets run over. And the little boy, which are already were angry at the world because his parents died and uh, ruthless people killed them. And see, and that's how we are in life. You know, there's ruthless things that happen to us. See, there's healing Anything in Yeshua is healing, you know? And so every person has some moment in life that something happened that scarred them or, or, or marked them or hurt them or, or maybe took for them or made them feel despair or was not lined up exactly where they want in life and it caused them a disappointment that they can remember. And it's actually affecting them in their heart and their spirit and their soul. And even if we say it don't, that's only a shadow level. You can go deep down and find out that that marking was there, that hurt was there, that rejection was there, that abandonment was there, uh, someone that was abused was there, but whether physical or verbal, whether in business or church or relationships or just life or even yourself, God Almighty, I meet so many people that have abused themselves, but even that has a root of something negative in their life that brought them a low self-esteem, a low self-worth or, or self-hatred. And what's sad, most of the time, the people don't even know what is going on inside of them that's made them feel that way or act that way or try to represent themselves that way. And so going back to the movie, you know, because Yahweh wants to heal. I feel the healing bomb of Gilead upon me right now. And you need to go ahead and receive it. There's just an anointing of glorious healing that's been added to my life. And I'm just watching it go throughout the nations and heal people. So no matter what I'm talking about, I could be talking about poppycock. You should go ahead and just receive the healing of the Lord because the virtue of Yeshua has joined us. 
hasn't really joined me like a man, but it's joined us as a body. It's joined you right there where you're at. It's through the blood covenant of Yeshua and it abides over us and it makes a canopy over us of healing and health and wholeness. And so, you know, I'm watching this cartoon. It's bringing back, of course, fond childhood memories and, um, you know, which on the other hand, there's some people don't even have fond childhood memories. They don't even have those memories of a favorite Christmas cartoon or a favorite, oh yeah, I remember when mommy and daddy gave me this toy or or something like that. Now you may get religious with me and say, oh, well, you know, I don't celebrate Christmas. Well, I rule over the sun, earth, moon, and stars. And my God has been giving me a Christmas tree since I was five years old. Even when the church used to preach against us having Christmas tree in the house, my God always gave me one. I always loved the Christmas tree. So I can tell you my story that my God always gave me one, even when we were dirt poor, we were dirt poor a long time ago, or we just didn't have it in the budget. My God provided for it. My father, earthly father, and my earthly mother always made sure we had it. If not, God prepared and provided one for us. So I know that Yahweh looks into the heart of a man. He's not ruled by the Gregorian calendar. This is how come you need to know who you are in Christ Jesus. Because once you find out who you are in Christ Jesus, you better see things by the spirit, not by the natural man of religion. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I really want to try to get you out of religious thinking. I mean, God, well, you know, we're not going to have Satan Claus in my house, man. Don't you understand you ruled the heavens and the earth? The sun, the moon, and the stars are subject to you. All that childhood character stuff has no effect on you. Same thing with Halloween, same thing with Easter, same thing with Valentine's Day or any other day that you might say is a pagan holiday. For me as a son, there's no such thing as a pagan holiday. If I declare or decide to have a Valentine's Day and I want to bless the woman in my life, I'm not going to be moved by some religious person thinking that, you know, I can't do that or I shouldn't be celebrating or something or or whatever. That's nonsense. Now, do I actually celebrate Santa Claus? Of course not. Um, of course not. But on the same hand, not, not the, for the religious reasons. It's nothing but a cartoon character. I'm a son. You're a son. When suns rise up, we'll find out that Yahweh is not moved by these things because he's not. And we are not moved by these things. This is the dis demonic distractions of diversion. Now, listen to me by the spirit. Demonic distractions of diversion will try to get you focused on things of lesser value and deal in the lower realm as if it is important when you should be going into the mountain of the Lord and beginning to legislate out of the throne of God. And as you begin to legislate out of the throne of God, you'll walk and rule as kings in Pharaoh's house. You'll walk and rule as kings around Sadducees and Pharisees. Let's look at Joseph for a minute. Now, I'm preaching a little more than I thought I was going to. Let, let, let's look at Joseph for a minute. minute. He became second in command in Egypt around all their gods, married their women, had their babies, and was honored with their goals and their trinkets and signs of their gods. But because he knew who he was, he was above all of that. Religion will cause you to try to act like those things can mark you, but those things submit to the God that I serve that's inside of me because I am like an I am. <laughs> Let's go back into the movie. I'm going to get you set free out of religion. Okay. And out of what the demonic realm has told you through the church or through the world. So let, let's go back. So I'm, I'm watching this, my favorite movie and the lamb gets run over by the chariot and the little boy is just broken, just broken. Have you been broken in your life? 
Come on, Yahweh wants to heal you today. I really wasn't going to do this podcast. I said, God, I know you can't be telling me to do a podcast about a Christmas cartoon, Lord. I'm just being touched in my heart because I love this cartoon. And he said, no, I want to speak. So he's speaking because so many people have been run over by chariots in their life. Things that's done you wrong or even things you might have done wrong. You need to forgive yourself. Right now, there's forgiveness. Oh, the unction of the Holy Ghost all over me. There's forgiveness of yourself and forgiveness of others. Even Yeshua prays that in the Our Father. We call it the Our Father prayer, but it's actually um, a stepping stone into the heavens. I'll do that on another day, though. I think I've done the podcast on that a few times, but I'll do a teaching on that. I may have a teaching on that on my Patreon as well which I encourage you to join my Patreon. You can see my videos as well. But let, let me let me tell you just a little more, okay? Because people have been hurt and Yahweh wants to heal. There's healing in you. And so the little drummer boy is crying and he goes into the, the wise man and the wise man says, go, go, the, the lamb is laid out on the ground dying. So the wise man's like, look, he's dying. Just, just go look on the baby. Oh, come on. Go look on the baby. It overwhelms me. I knew he was saying, go look on the innocence of creation, Yeshua the Christ. Go look on the beauty of creation, Yeshua the Christ. And I was like, God. And of course, you know, in the movie, it's great. He goes and he says, I have no gift to bring. And he only could bring that which was of himself. You know, that's all Yahweh wants. That's all Yahweh ever wanted was the fullness of yourself. That's all he wanted. All he wanted. So he began to play on the little drum. And as he began to play on the little drum, the Holy Spirit out of Yeshua comes and touches the baby. I understand it's just a cartoon, but this is what would happen if it was real. Come touches the lamb. And the lamb is up and the boy had all this hatred in his heart and hurt and was delivered by the love of the lamb of God that was inside of Yeshua, the baby. Sometimes we just got to go back to pure religion. I want you to hear me. Sometimes we just got to go back to the basis of our roots and look on the baby again. Look on the baby, the most precious gift of Yeshua. I want to read a scripture to you real quick, okay? I just want to read this scripture, and it's in, I think, Luke. I'm pretty sure. I'm sorry. It's in Matthew. I want to read it from Matthew. Um, let's see, Father. Is it Matthew 1 or Matthew 2? It could be Matthew 2. And I want to read about the wise men because the wise men came to see Yeshua and they came to see him they came to honor him and they came to worship them now we know the story that Herod actually called the wise men to him and said listen you find you find this child and you come and tell me but then it says let's read on verse um, 9 when they heard the king they're talking about the wise men. They departed and behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. 
when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshiped him. I don't know why this is moving me so much, but I can see it in my spirit eye of worshiping for Yeshua in the manger. Worshiping before the Lamb of God, the, the Savior of all creation, my King, my King. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented him gifts to him, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And then it says they were being divinely warned in the dream that they should not return to Herod. So they departed and went to their own country. But let's go back to this. They began to worship him and brought before him gold and frankincense and myrrh. They begin to bring, there's so much in that when you just look at the frequencies and the earls that was brought before them, the spiritual content that's in there. Oh, come on. I hope you understand what I'm saying. And they begin to bring it before the king and offer it before the king and to honor the king. Sometimes, you know, we, we just got to go face to face with the king. We have to go face to face. Now, I'm going to tell you, this is new to me. What, what I'm happening right now in my spirit and what I'm telling you and even this metal type of preaching I'm doing right now, that this is quite new to me. But I'm in so much awe right now as I'm visualizing in my spirit realm me being with the wise men before the king. See, this is why you want to go in the heavens. You want to be able to go. There's no time and distance with God. You want to be able to go back with the angel of the Lord and go to that time that the wise men was for. And you will fall down on your face and you will begin to worship the king with all that you have. And he will heal you. Virtual of healing Yeshua is right now blood covenant upon you. Yahweh, I thank you. I thank you for the love, the light, the life, and the blood covenant you give us because you have come to heal. Oh, can't you see the innocence? You know what I see when I think about the baby Jesus in a manger? The innocence of God's love for us. Because you read the Old Testament, I'm going to tell you, God looks ruthless. And if it wasn't that I knew him personally, I would think he's ruthless. But I know he's not. But when I look at Yeshua in the manger as a baby, and I know the full Godhead, full glory, full Elohim is sitting inside of him, wasn't waiting to mature. It was just like me and you. The only difference between us and Jesus, he knew who he was, and we are still discovering who we are. Because every son, including Adam and Eve, was born on the earth as a son of God. Oh, well, you know, we're not God like Christ. No, we're God like Christ. We may not be the deity. That's correct if you want to go ahead and throw that in there. But you are God like Christ. You are a son of God. The Bible declares it so. And he did not make anything lesser. We just now are getting to learn the wonders and the secrets and the development and the discovery of who we are. I just want to touch your heart with this right now for the last minute. Go into the secret place, and touch the innocence of God's mercy. Oh, come on, get this. Touch the innocence of God's grace. Can you feel that? That's the Holy Spirit. Come on, this is the Holy Spirit. Touch the innocence of God's love. Hey, listen, I've never seen this like this before. I, I don't think I've preached a dozen sermons on the baby in the manger in my whole life. And I've been preaching for 30 years. But I'm telling you, I'm seeing something new and fresh right now. Yahweh says, come touch my innocence because my innocence has touched you. Be 
appear whole in Yeshua's holy name. Well, once again, this is Sagima Bay. I love you. You are so beautiful. Your life is hidden in Christ. And he has the secrets of the fragrant sense in a mirror before you to use for your glory, for his glory, for his honor. I embrace it in Jesus' name. Shalom.